Stampede. Garner is in 176, recorded 319, 2023. Look here, gal. You know you can't fool me. What's the matter? Mama, you ain't what you used to be. Cause you've had too much. Too much of what? Oh, you've had too That's much. That's all right. You can never be the same because you've had too much. Now let me tell you something. You used to be the best man in town. Now you just can hardly move around because you had too much. I ain't had enough yet, baby. Oh, yes, you had too much. You can stop that. You will never be the same because you had too much. Now listen, Mama, you can try all you might, but there's nothing you can do. You can't look right because you've had too much. You don't know that. Oh, you've had too much. No, that ain't so. You can't be the same because you've had too much. Now, you know, one time I used to take them in a row. But you lost your pep mama ten long years ago because you've had too much. Is that so? Oh, you've had too much. Well, I'll never change it. But you will never be the same because you've had too much. From your feet up to your neck, look like you've been in a terrible wreck because you had too much. That's just a lie. Oh, yes, you had too much. How do you know? Child, you'll never be the same because you had too Mama, you know you used to construct your stuff real swell, but seem like you're lately you don't do so well, cause you've had too much. How do you know? Oh, you've had too much. Will you listen to this? You will never be the same, because you've had too much. Let me get you told. You used to be a man that had everything, but the last thing you had Send you down to old hot spring because you had too much. No, I never. Oh, yes, you did, child. You had too much. Well, what of it? Yes, indeed. And you you'll never, never look the same. The nice thing about living in America is no matter how bad something becomes, it's immediately removed from our memory. And some way, by some deflection of the truth, it disappears. In other words, nothing can ever go wrong because it's simply deferred. In recent months, there have been several widely reported financial failures in the public domain. But everyone has been reassured there's nothing to worry about. 
In fact, this fits in the category of when a disaster strikes, someone or something will come and repair what's wrong. And before long, you won't even know it happened. It's the magic of deception. And there are trained propagandists whose only job it is to do what is called in the business world damage control. If you had your town destroyed by a tornado, don't worry about it because it'll be rebuilt as if nothing ever happened. Have in your town a mile-long derailment carrying toxic chemicals. Forget about it. It happens everywhere and will be corrected so you'll think it never happened. Have your neighborhood flooded by torrential rains. Don't give it a second thought. With all that mud a foot deep in your living room, well, stop worrying about it because we'll get it all cleaned up like it never happened. Yeah, there's never really a problem anywhere, anyhow, and anytime because you're living in a fail-safe guaranteed alternative reality. It's the biggest magic show in history. Now you see it, now you don't. Of course, when there's a run on the banks, and all of a sudden you've got a stampede with people waiting to get their money that's disappeared, that's difficult to hide. But don't worry. Our leaders will get in front of the cameras and say, everybody is going to get paid. But if you speculated and you've lost money, usually that's the way of capitalism. Don't worry, there won't be someone invading your home and attacking you with a hammer. Because you're safe, even if you aren't the husband of a powerful politician.
The banks have always been thought of as our salvation, especially since our leaders continually tell us capitalism is the best thing since sliced bread, or maybe it was ice cream. Sure, the people at the top will say there's bound to be a few hiccups along the way, but there's nothing better in the world. And If there's a problem with people who make mistakes when investing to keep a few institutions profitable, well, the system can keep going right along as if nothing really happened. Now, only recently, you may have heard about a man who created a cryptocurrency exchange. In fact, This is an interesting story because it's about a whole new currency that's been created, or should I say mined, produced by mathematical formulas run with computer systems. Now, a young 31-year-old man named Sam Bankman-Fried was recently considered the 41st richest man in America by the listings in Forbes 400. Things have gotten so big, it's hard to tell whether someone is a billionaire or a trillionaire. But I believe he had over $26 in a cryptocurrency exchange, which he had created, called FTX. And in effect, it vanished in a matter of a few days when another company he created in association with FTX Trading called Alameda Research collapsed, resulting in Chapter 11 bankruptcies in late 2022. Bankman-Fried is facing up to 115 years for several criminal charges, which include wire fraud, commodities fraud, securities fraud, money laundering, and campaign finance law violations. Sam was a major donor to the political campaigns for the Democratic Party, and before his business went to zero, he was planning on donating $1 billion in the 2024 U.S. presidential election. Bankman was arrested in his Bahama residence and spent 10 days in jail, then brought back to the U.S. where he posted the largest bail in the history of the American judicial system with $250 million and remanded to live in his parents' house in California.
I don't presume to say I know how to correct what appears to be wrong in this country. I try to make predictions about our future, and that's an imperfect process. But it appears to be more accurate than the men and women in our Congress attempting to pass laws to make us safe and secure. Now, it's a curious thing that a 31-year-old man who created a cryptocurrency exchange worth a reported $22 billion that became bankrupt was sent to his parents' home in California after he was released from jail on a record $250 million bail bond. He's charged with wire fraud, commodity fraud, security fraud, money laundering, and campaign finance law violations. And before his arrest, he was planning on donating $1 billion to the 2024 presidential election. Well, a judge sent him to live with his parents in their home in California. And if you ask me, that hardly passes as justice being served. Of course, that could be because of who his parents are. Sam Bankman-Fried is facing perhaps 115 years in prison, but I seriously doubt he'll serve 10. Barbara Fried and Joseph Bankman, his parents, are both law professors at Stanford Law School. His aunt is Linda Fried, Dean of Columbia University Mailman School of Public Health. So it's a safe bet that the often-told story of rags-to-riches doesn't apply to Sam Bankman-Fried. It does suggest that maybe our future isn't going to be secure when the people at the top aren't procreating the next generation of sound leaders. In fact, Our political system is filled with examples of nepotism, where sons and daughters of powerful politicians make their way into our government without achievement. It's a serious issue when you have a mayor, a congressman, a senator, or even a president who has been re-elected for 30 or 40 years serving the people as a politician, and then their offspring follow suit. A life of privilege and ease rarely produces a secure future. Baby, Happy all life. 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 Happy all
banana bun. Banana bun. Brother, don't get worried. Brother, don't get worried. Brother, don't get Heaven, Johnny. Heaven, Johnny. Heaven, Johnny. Ooh. Elder, don't get worried. Elder, don't Almost over. As I said before, living in America today guarantees that whatever is bad won't last for very long because it's deferred and made to look like it never really happened. For example, with our modern monetary theory, the government can print as much money as it likes. And when interest rates were nearly at 0%, the banks in this country took advantage of that. Hell, a bank could borrow money practically for nothing and then lend it out at 5, 6, 7% and even higher. I kept getting offers from banks giving me new credit cards with interest rates at 15 or maybe it was 20%. And why shouldn't they? They're in the business to make money. The only thing with free money is it usually ends up causing inflation. But when Americans were told to believe the people in charge of the economy said inflation was only transitory, they began to distrust what they were told. And why shouldn't they? The propagandists kept reassuring the public that the Federal Reserve could get things back to normal. They just had to raise interest rates and that would slow things down. And why shouldn't they? They were in control. But then words like embedded started to show up instead of transitory. Now, the thing about banking is it's based on trust. You see, you give a bank your money to hold, and when you ask for it back, you get it. And why shouldn't that be true? It's all based on trust. And it's especially true when you have a government that operates on a modern monetary theory that says it can print as much money as it likes. After all, there's really nothing to worry about. 
if people go to a bank and ask for their money and find out the bank is in foreclosure, they don't have to worry about nothing because they'll get their money. And why shouldn't they? You see, this is the biggest magic show in history. First you see it, then you don't, and then you see it again. And it just keeps going on forever. And everything is always guaranteed as if it never really happened. We're living in a fail-safe society. I just got an invitation through the mail. Your presence requested this evening is formal. A top hat, a white tie, a tail. Nothing now could take the wind out of my sails. Because I'm invited to step out this evening with top hat, white tie, and tail. Oh, I'm putting on the top hat, tying up a white tie, brushing off my tail. I'm dooting up my shirt front. Putting in the shirt stud, polishing my nails. I'm stepping out, my dear, to breathe an atmosphere that simply reeks with class. And I trust that you'll excuse my dust when I step on the gas. For I'll be there, putting down my top hat, mustin' up a white tie, dancing in my tail. I try to keep my predictions simple. If you've been lied to, if you've been deceived, if the truth is deferred, you start to question what you've been told. And maybe that's because of what our government does. If you find that the price for everything you need is the result of the people who put economic policies in place, and they tell you the rise in the cost of everything is transitory, and that we'll return to what is normal. Well, why wouldn't you distrust what you've been told? What if wrong decisions are simply corrected without consequences and then disguised? If you understood that, wouldn't you feel cheated? What if you come to realize that something is wrong, that the people who are responsible refuse to confess that they've made a mistake. 
but simply tell you nothing really happened and not to think about it. Well, where's the problem? Nothing can go wrong because the people whose job it is to accept blame when something goes wrong know they don't have to admit to anything. And you know why that is? It's because the people who have made the wrong decisions know you're weak and stupid. They know if they make the wrong decisions that you can be deceived into believing it really wasn't wrong at all. And it'll disappear as if it never really happened. Now, that can last for only so long. Eventually, the future won't be about how to escape from being caught in a lie. The future will be a full-scale correction, and it won't be putting a Band-Aid on a life-threatening wound, and it won't be pretty. Your future isn't going to be like the deceptions that kept telling you everything was all right, or even worse, that you can expect to get more. No, our future isn't going to be about progress being our most important product. The double-dealing, the illusions will be revealed, and it will be painful. What's coming is going to hurt. This week on Garner Isn't, you first heard Lonnie Johnson and Clara Smith singing You've Had Too Much, a 1930 recording. Then the Staples Sisters with their singing I Had a Dream, followed by Blind Willie Johnson's hymn Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Ground a Columbia recording of 1927. Then Blind Willie again in a 1928 recording, Keep Your Lamp Trim and Burning. Next was Fred Astaire, dancing and singing Top Hat, White Tie and Tails from the 1930 motion picture Top Hat and closing with a shortcut of I Had a Dream. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.